Greetings and welcome to the AVOD. I'm Count Vargelon. I'm DM. And we're joined tonight by the Christmasest elf <laughs> of all. Oh, God. That is not how you say that word. That was smooth. <laughs> it is the, your most remorseful elf on the shelf, Rob Rector from Kent. Yes. Oh. <laughs> As always, thank you for joining us. But before we talk about the uh, movies that we are going to spend the rest of the show blaming Uh. Rob for, (laughs) uh, we will, in fact, talk about some random crap. Uh, First, as always, is a video game. Short thing this time. Uh, I'm just going to say it. I finally got around to buying a copy of Elden Ring. I accepted the fact that it was never going to go on sale. So I'm just like, you know what? Everyone tells me it's the best game of the year. I'm finally going to do it. And yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Like it's the most accessible souls like game ever. And the souls franchise has been this thing where it's like, if they could find a way to make it playable for everybody and make it easier to communicate what they're doing, this is going to be a monster franchise and Elden Ring is when they finally hit it. So it's as good as everyone says it is. Wow. Yeah. If you've been oh, holding off. Adaptation. Oh God, that's going to be weird. <laughs> Trying to <laughs> adapt this into a movie. Right. Ooh. All right. Uh, next up, I believe we have a trailer to talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want to say that I cannot wait to see Barbie. Uh, I watched the trailer and holy crap. Well, it's a teaser because there's no footage. Right. But, uh, no, I know. And like, there's some footage. When I heard about the Barbie movie, I was like, what? Like, oh, I don't, Why is Greta Gerwig making a, Barb- a Barbie movie? Yes. And I just like, I just, you know, and it's not that I'm not imaginative, but I just, I couldn't, I didn't get it. Yeah. And so I saw the teaser, of course, like everybody did. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I, I don't need it. to know anything about this movie. <laughs> I am here for it. Absolutely. You start off with a Kubrick reference and yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. <laughs> like who, who saw that coming, you know? Right. Right. Brilliant. No, Absolutely it's, brilliant. It's a really, really way to get us excited because it tells you nothing about the movie except yep. that whatever you were expecting, you're not going to get it. And the only right. the only sight of Barbie you get is her with this ginormous wink. So yep. Yep. you know you're in for something that's not going to be what it appears on the surface. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. such a smart trailer teaser. Yeah. Like, yeah, such a great way to get people excited for it. Yeah. So, I cannot wait for the Barbie movie. <laughs> I am very excited for next Weird summer. Weird thing for a grown man to say. I know, here we are. Ever think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the crazy part is, as everyone has pointed out, comes out the same day as Oppenheimer. I know. Oh, how do you choose? I know, right? You gotta go check some of the memes online for that. Those are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it is the best meme combination since people yeah. noticed that Doom Eternal and uh, the new, what, what is it, Animal Crossing were coming out on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So uh, that's that. Let's talk about a vanity project. Yes. So like you, I am obsessed with vanity projects. And uh, there was one that was spoken about on... Um, uh, on a, a, another podcast, we don't even talk about that, but uh, called Honorable Men from 2004. 
And it was shot, written, directed, or written, directed, and starred by a uh, former police officer by the name of Garrett Stewart Sayer. Okay. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, shot entirely on Virginia Beach. And Honorable Men is the title, and it's got to be some sort of a, a joke, I'm assuming. He plays this uh, this cop who, the opening scenes, he just shoots a, a bunch of unarmed black men in their home. Um, you know, we're uh, clearing out the drugs in the community, as, as he calls it, but uh, clearly saddling up to that, that blue line. Um, and then goes to talk about it in front of a classroom and the classroom is it's set in a high school class even though it's supposed to be at a college quote unquote it is a high school classroom and this young girl up front starts flirting with him he gets her number they start this long tryst and then he uh, she gets involved in drugs whatever he falls in love with her friend who also looks barely out of high school ah. this is the hero thank you this is the hero, mind you. They look like they're, but, but as if that wasn't creepy enough, like he has this love triangle with two high schoolers. They do a flashback of one of the girls remembers him because he was friends with her father growing up. And it flashes back to a dinner scene when she was like 12 saying, oh, you know, I want to be just like you growing up or, oh, I love you, blah, blah, blah. When she was 12 having dinner with him, ah. it, is, it is so freaking disturbing. I mean, forget about the fact that there's, you know, there's absolutely no vision as far as the, the framing, the narrative, whatever. The fact that this guy is the hero of it. And that he directed it, and that there are these just lurid shots of these girls in their, uh, you know, in their uh, underwear, like talking on the phone with him, and knowing that he wrote this part specifically for himself. It is just such an uncomfortable watch. You, I mean, you really need a Silkwood shower after this one. Oh um, my god! Yeah, and I, 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 I should have asked, how old is he? He's probably, uh, I would guess, in at uh, the time of filming this, probably mid forties. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah. So you know, forget about all of the, you know, just the the hor- horrendous uh, Blue Lives Matter flag waving in there. Forget about the, <laughs> the horrible lighting, framing, narrative, all that. The mere fact that he wrote himself as a hero who who just unapologetically pursues high school age girls two of them mind you wow. and throughout and and he's supposed to be the hero in this and he well the weird part is when you started talking about it i'm like oh so it's a story about an unbelievably corrupt cop and his destruction yes. yeah is is yeah. the way you started it seems like right. that's the only place that could be going but i guess not no. No, he is actually the one who's doted over. And what's what's even more creepy is that, that no matter where this man goes, he could go to like a Seven Eleven or something in there, and and there always seems to be this young, pert blonde female who has these longing gazes at him. I mean, it is wow. it is just atrocious. It is just oh, it is a it's a wretched yes. flick. It's a wretched flick. Yeah, that sounds deeply unfortunate. It really is. It's disturbing. <laughs> but hey, and men of honor? It's called honorable men. Honorable men. men. Sorry. Yeah. 
And even this honorable man, I should say, when he's not with his underage paramours, he is talking about them with his fellow cops and goes on these kind of bitches be crazy kind of rants talking about how nutty they are. I'm like, well, yeah, when they're out of high school, they, you know, perhaps they, they haven't been fully developed with their, you know, with their sense of the world at that point. So, oh but God. And one of the girls, it says to him, like one of the dial, I can't even remember that one of the lines of dialogue was a girl saying, Oh, my dad thinks I should pose for playboy. I think that's a good idea. Oh. He's like, yeah. yeah, it is. Like, I can't tell you how many levels of disturbing this thing is. It is really, really... Every just... new thing you've told me about this movie <laughs> has just been grosser. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, I I've yet to still scrub the stink wow. off. The so. You were not kidding. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, wow. Honorable men. Honorable men. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, keep an eye out for your local multiplex. Uh, it's pink no. eye with this movie, no doubt. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh mm. my god! Yeah. yeah. All right, honorable men. We will definitely be hearing more about that. I'm sure <laughs> when the court cases start up. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh All right. Uh, that's that. I think it's time to move on to a list. Right. Okay. So this, this week's list is from Collider. Okay. And it is the 10 best bad Santas that aren't so jolly. Ugh, okay, fine. All right. So I'm like trying to move away from the killer Santas list that we inevitably end up doing every year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, we're starting off pretty strong with Robot Santa Claus from Futurama. Of course. Everybody loves Robot Santa from Futurama. Yep. No Great. notes on that front. Bad Santa. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, okay, then we have... This is an enumerated. This is just a list. Okay. Uh, after that, we have Toy Santa from the Santa Claus 2. I have never seen a Santa oh, Claus movie ever. Nope. Me neither. Okay, so good. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. <laughs> I just... I won't pay money. That I Like, I will never risk money that is mine becoming money that is Tim Allen's. That is not that is not a thing I'm willing to risk ever happening. Happening. Happen. Oh my god. Okay. Uh but yeah, just can't happen. Go. Right. Okay. I guess we don't won't talk anymore about that. We'll move on to Billy Bob Thornton Bad Santa. All right. Yeah. It's a fun movie. I haven't seen it actually. I did yeah. see it. You know what? I kind of enjoy it. It's like one of those There's... nice little, you know, Florida noirs. Really good one liners in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. fun. Uh, after that, ooh, we have Bill Goldberg, Santa Slay. Aww. There you go. Yep. That's a cute little movie. It is a cute movie. He met his <laughs> wife on that set. Seriously? Aww. Yeah, so we watched this Bill Goldberg um, like A&E documentary type thing. It was like, they did, they did a whole series on wrestlers. Okay. And it is fascinating. It is so interesting. Just really? him or all of the wrestlers' stories? Well, him. I mean, we only saw his, and that oh, was okay. like super duper interesting. And then I think Undertaker was next, but we, you know, we had to stop watching TV because we've been watching a lot of TV. Ah. Uh, so, like, he has a super interesting story uh, about like how he even got into wrestling. So I'm sure, like, I'm sure the whole series is going to be really cool. But nice, Bill Goldberg in particular. Yeah, and then of course, like. There is some comment about this, like, 
enormous Jewish guy playing Santa Claus. Yep, of course. The irony yep. is yep. lost on him. <laughs> Even it might have been lost on everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> okay, so after that, we have Hulk Hogan, another wrestler. Santa, Santa with muscles, him. yeah. 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 Uh, not a very naughty Santa at all. He uh, He's a guy who goes nuts and thinks like, he's the real Santa and is basically a superhero. Yeah. So it's weird he was to call him. a bad guy before he hit his head. Though. Yes, he was. Oh, maybe. But he's a very good Santa. And he Santa. was dressed as Santa to escape the police? Yeah. What was he doing? Yeah. Okay. Something like that, yeah. It's so not a good movie. Off, I guess, as but a yeah. bad I keep, I keep getting crossed up with, uh, what, Mr. Nanny and I, the plot for that one, too. It, maybe. Kind of... Oh, no, yeah, because isn't <laughs> Santa with Muscles the one where Ed Begley Jr. is a supervillain trying to take over the world? I cannot. Or using I energy machine. Yeah, it's been a lot of years since I saw Santa <laughs> with muscles. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Ed Begley Jr. was a supervillain in that movie. All right. Okay. All right. After that, we have Jack Skellington from the Night Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Not an evil Santa. He's just no, not he's good just at not yeah. good at it. He's an incompetent <laughs> Santa, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. Bad <laughs> Okay. Next. Robert Brian Wilson from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Of course. Yeah. 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 The classic censored film, Silent Night, Deadly Night. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just the fact that their movie got banned. They're like, but we've got all this footage. Let's make a movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, where we just show all of this footage again. But it's technically a new movie. And because we've removed the sexual assault, it won't get banned. Yeah. (laughs) brilliant plan right genius plan okay next we have Jim Carrey How the Grinch Stole Christmas it's kind of a terrible film Uh, yeah maybe the less about it the better oh I concur yeah Yeah. alright okay Larry Drake Tales from the Crypt ah that's as good as they get yeah yeah that's a good one you yeah. know that was it's interesting because that story has been adapted twice because in the uh, uh, I think Amicus Pictures Tales from the Crypt one they also adapted that story. Oh. Yeah, so like you can see it, it's one. Um, it's obviously shorter because it was part of a collection, and I think it's the same collection where they have that wonderful one about the evil guy who runs the home for blind people, and then they uh, have a dog eat him. Anyone remember that? <laughs> no, Anyone remember that no. segment? No. <laughs> Nope. Okay. Well, it happens. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's actually been adapted twice. All right. Okay. Um, oh, this is the last one on the list. Ooh. Any guesses? Dan Aykroyd trading bad places. Santas. He is a bad Santa in that. Like, I do agree. Yeah. All right. Dan Aykroyd trading places. Love that guess. Okay. Oh, all right. It's a great guess, but that's not it. It is Brandon Maggart from Better Watch Out slash Christmas Evil. Oh, I hate oh, that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wait, no, I love that movie. I was thinking about the other Better Watch Out. Uh, uh, I adore Christmas Evil because he actually becomes Santa at the end. Yes, he does. Yeah. It is, and what I love about that movie is, like, clearly it feels like it was filmed 
and like three different years and they kept like shutting down and running out of money and having to start the movie over because <laughs> it's like they keep losing <laughs> actors and there's whole scenes that have none of the main cast in it that they had to film to uh, you know fill out this time right, uh, right. such a weird fun movie <laughs> all right i forgot that it was also called something other than christmas evil mm-hmm. it's just i hated better watch yeah. out so much yeah. That uh, an- anyone yeah. saying that phrase makes me unbelievably angry. So there you go. <laughs> Have you ever seen Violent Night yet? No, no. haven't seen Violent Night yet. We're excited we to. to. Okay. We're hoping to find it for next week. Fingers crossed. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, I, I, I only in theaters, so uh, yeah, but maybe and someone. You don't like watching cams. Yeah, I know. We hate watching theaters, cams. So. I won't. No. So we might be saving uh, Violent Night till next year. Sadly. All right. I might be able to find something for you. Ooh, let us know. All right. All right. Go. No, that was it. Oh, that was the last one. Uh, okay. Of course. Yeah. Yes, you actually mentioned that. My bad. I did. Uh, I got to say, pretty good list. And yeah. it just goes to show you how, like, enduring Santa is as a horror figure. That, like, every year we get a bunch of killer Santa movies pretty consistently. And especially now with the explosion of direct-to-video and, uh, you know, streaming, there's more killer Santa movies than ever, which makes me wonder, are they going to keep making Santa horror movies? I have to assume so, but I don't know for sure, because this week's upcoming horror movie is called Perpetrator. What? Yeah, Perpetrator. Okay, what's it about? Johnny Baptiste is a reckless teen sent to live with her estranged aunt Hildy. On the event of her 18th birthday, she experiences a radical metamorphosis, a family spell that redefines her called forevering. When several teen girls go missing at her new school, a mythically feral Johnny goes after the perpetrator. What? Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. She's cursed to become a, I'm going to say, you know, magic immortal monster. But yeah. she's not the bad guy. There's also a murderer and she becomes a hero to stop them. Yes. But why is it called perpetrator and not something about her and her journey and her powers? Right. I don't know, but I'm going to pick this one to talk. About. And it has everything to do with a comment from... Writer-director Jennifer Reeder. Okay. Here we go. This is a significant moment for women working in genre films. Oh, no. Women are very well-suited for horror in particular. (laughs) Hold on. We have a personal relationship to fear from a very young age and are able to bleed for days and not die. This film in particular takes on the myth of the out-of-control teen girl, the wild child. In this story, she has agency and her lawlessness and embraces her abject nature. Perpetrator is dark but feminine, nuanced noir, a girl power take on modern horror. You hate her so much, don't you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where do we even start? We're almost like we're 20 years past ginger snaps and people are still writing that. Like she's, she's, I hate this. Just enough theory to be dangerous. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Oh no. All right. Well, uh, that'll be an interesting ride for us when we get around to seeing (laughs) perpetrator. Yep. 
Oh, God. TBD 2023. So I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, We did actually watch a couple of movies this week. Technically three, although two of them were short films in a series. So I think it's fine. Uh, Short definition only. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, let's, Let's get right into it with... Axmas and Axmas 2. Um, okay, beginning with Axmas. Yeah. A party at a storage facility takes a turn when a killer dressed as Santa murders everyone. <laughs> so the funny part about this is uh, these are all available on the YouTube. Everything we're talking to about today is available on the YouTube channel. Horror Lo- Masters? Lords? What is it called? Yeah, Gurus. Horror. Yeah, yeah. There you Kings go. Kings of horror. Kings of horror. Kings thank of horror. you. Uh, so you can yeah. just watch anything if if you for some reason want to watch anything we're talking about or the film <laughs> Amityville Karen. Uh, you can do so. <laughs> yes. Yep. I actually got real mad at us for not watching Amityville Karen. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and Amityville in space. Uh, yes. Yes. Also by Mark Polonia, but uh, we'll get uh yes. Oh, really? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Mark Polonia later. Oh, let's please. Uh, <laughs> I guess we can't avoid talking about Mark Polonia. Uh, nope. But anyway, so what's interesting here is I turn it up and I'm like, uh, so I look at the cover art for one and two. Well, I say cover art, you know, the the YouTube yeah. thumbnail, right? right? And <laughs> as I look at it, because I you know didn't read a description, do anything. And as I look at the cover art, I'm like, are these two movies set in a storage facility? And then they yes, were. And I'm like, what does a storage facility have to do with Santa? And I'm sure the answer is, it was produced by people who own a storage facility. It, it <laughs> was fine. It was free fine. to use overnight. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. As we learned totally from the fine. movie, there's not even any internal cameras in a storage facility. You can shoot a no. cheap horror movie there and no one would ever know. Even though they pass by a sign that says the there, there are under surveillance, yes, <laughs> right there on the wall, Can't right be in. I'm like, if you're gonna say it, at least kind well, of cover the sign. Cover, cover the up, sign around it. <laughs> oh, How God. is it that hard? Oh, so yeah, I can't explain what happened in this movie in any meaningful way. I mean, I know that. I feel like I just did. <laughs> well, no, but that's I my point. Like, uh, it's literally just <laughs> a guy is killing people for no reason, and he's dressed as Santa for no reason. Well, so wait, the no. reason is that he's he want he's killing people because he wants to, and he's dressed as Santa because his family likes Christmas. His family yeah. does like like Christmas. You're right. That is well established by the movie. And it is Christmas time. It is right. Christmas so. time. Why and he the- also yes. protected the facility from a potential thief in the beginning of it. That's true. Right. He does. And yes. with, we open with a, a guy who's cutting through a lock and he hears some jingling in the distance <laughs> and says, oh, this is my spot tonight. Come back later. I'm like, wow, what an ethical thief that is. It's, I'm <laughs> surprised. Yeah. And his code of honor that he has in in breaking into someone's storage facility. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not concerned for a second that it might be like a security guard. Right. No. Yeah. Or someone coming just, to get their own shit. Yeah. Just come back no, later. It just, it's, clearly this is another thief who yeah. chosen this right? guy to do his thieving without 
realizing that this place was booked up on the thievery calendar. Right. Exactly. And he just, sure. yeah. They have, they didn't make the Google calendar for thieves in this city for no reason, guy. <laughs> Check exactly. it. Check. Check and did they know trouble. that it was going to be turned into a, a disco slash uh, oh, hot love and palace after hours? Ever. Well, and that's my question. Oh, it's my like, God, I, I will say this. I've always found the, the plot of a little movie called, um, oh, I wanted to say kill bots, but of course that's the alternate title. Chopping mall. Oh yeah. A little uh, puzzling. It's like, everybody. so they're all just going to a mall to bang after hours. Yeah. But I mean, yes. at least like if you go to a mall, it is a place. I mean, I question the sanity right. of anyone who would do that, but you've yeah. got beds, you've got benches, you've got, you've benches, got restrooms. Yeah. You got says the beginning of this. If you've got to go, go now, <laughs> you know, cause right? otherwise you're going to have to squat in a corner or something. So like there are no <laughs> bathrooms anywhere in that part of the facility. Right, exactly. That seems crazy to me. Piece of beer and sleeping bags. <laughs> like that's the extent. And of nothing. Their there's like some folding chairs set up. It's like you can at least go to the effort of preparing for this party that you're going to have. Yeah, right. or like yeah. open. It actually would have been nice if they opened one of the storage units and found out that it like had been prepared for a party. That would have been a nice yeah, visual and a nice reveal. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's and ways to do. It would still seem kind of insane that anyone would like willingly be like, yeah, let's go to a storage. Yeah. Let's go Not to a storage facility to have sex couples. on a concrete floor. Yeah. Right? That sounds terrible. It really three does. couples they yeah. convinced to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, one of them uh, well, the guy was in on the murders and he was trying to lure people there so that his brother could kill. murder them because yeah. Yeah. the family loves yeah. murder? I guess. It's a terrible I... plan though because it's not like okay, you lure all your friends to the storage facility where you work yep. so that yep. they can be killed by your brother that maybe your friends don't know about but I'm sure it's the police can find out about that connection pretty yeah. easily. Well, no, also so you where you've been let it, where you've been secretly letting your brother live, right? Yeah, and yeah. Spoiler ever alert, since he got out of jail, for that is getting an axe to the chest by his own brothers. Sorry, yes. but you know, like because yeah. his wait, brother so loves <laughs> murder, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter who it <laughs> well, is. They both do. Yeah, but they his brother love really loves murder. Well, almost yeah. as much as he loves bad puns. That's true. Oh my uh, god! But the Freddy nonsense. Even the bad puns are worse than they need to be. It's like oh, god. you had so many great opportunities for really good puns here, and yeah. your puns are inappropriate for the situation. They're badly timed, poorly delivered, and then you could have had a great joke wherein he runs out of puns at one point yep. and just says yeah. Christmas pun. Yeah, <laughs> or something like this that. Shit writes itself, people. Anything. Don't even try that hard. I will Anything. say this. Can I just say that I genuinely found one thing in this movie very funny? Is it Good. when you hear the director yell "cut"? No, that was just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that that was embarrassing. No, there's something I actually found genuinely funny in this movie, and that was uh, she has uh, her boyfriend. The, the one surviving girl, her boyfriend, whose fault all of this is, is right. long dead. She has beheaded the evil Santa with her own quip. Oh, yes. Ugh. Yeah, but she goes from, she goes from being, like, 
completely traumatized, screaming, why did you do this? Why are you doing this? And then in a matter of minutes, she becomes Linda Hamilton. I like, know. She's yeah. Sigourney Weaver and has enough wherewithal to like not only slice someone's head off, but also come with another pun on Have top a quip of it. ready to go. Yeah. She just right? had it in the deck, you know, just ready to pull that card whenever she needed it. Complete 180, yeah. All right. And the thing that gets me, right? But the thing that got me that I'm actually like, okay, I enjoyed this, is then she has killed the guy, she walks out, and as she's walking out, walking in is a murderous clown-themed serial killer who is yep. returning his stuff back to his yeah. storage unit at the end of a night of killing. Who she and, doesn't even notice. I'm like, okay, that that actually made me very happy. And the most uncomfortable walk away ever. Oh, like, yeah. She looked as though she was waiting for anyone at any point to, <laughs> to yell cut. cut. Yeah. Can I stop walking now? Why am I still walking? <laughs> exactly. I feel like this walk has been going on for I'm a while. I'm almost at the gate now. I'm almost at the gate. <laughs> and then he's like, don't no, you don't understand. After that. We think we're shooting a feature and we're trying to get the lineup as much as possible. Yeah. And it's like, this is the kind of movie where I imagine they got to the end. They're like, what do you mean it's not a feature? It took 90 minutes to film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, yeah, it was uh, not great, but apparently uh... they were happy enough with the process that they decided to make a sequel that, uh, much like the film... Halloween 2018 is about survivor's guilt and uh, legacy trauma. Yeah. Now that's not post-traumatic Santa disorder. <laughs> oh I don't God. know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so it's a year later, and no one believes this woman about the killer Santa. Uh, because the bodies were never found. The body of, and it's unclear. Oh, so okay, this is a problem. Yeah. It's, at the beginning <laughs> just of the one? movie, they s- just well. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the only problem with this movie is an really otherwise flawless film. The only problem we encountered was <laughs> they state that three bodies are missing. Yeah, yeah. But then later on, it's like no, only two bodies are missing. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Did you lose track of how many people you killed in your first movie? Yes, they yeah. did. Yeah, like. I don't. Uh, that's I know that was weirdly. Then, that was weird and frustrating. Okay. So, so yeah. So the lone survivor. It's a year later. She like, you know, does she want to get back on the dating scene? And she's talking with a friend of hers who is mm. could be her mother. There's quite the age yep. gap there. Oh, yeah, but there, there is a reason for that. Who is so unbelievably suspicious? Well, yes. Like I, she's just giving off villain vibes all so, over the place. One, and I don't understand why. Because so, because it's being set up for the movie, third movie. She's never back in the movie. Well no, but I well, mean they go out of their way to say that I met that they met each other right after a, the massacre last time. A year and then ago. in yeah. the third movie and at the end of the movie they say there's gonna be a third like someone's gonna come back a third time. The killer uh, full on says that's the mother of the two brothers. Okay. I yeah. guess so. Oh, one hundred percent. That's what's too, going on. She, but the but the brother in the first movie, the killer Santa, is significantly older than the boyfriend. 
No, no, no. To uh, the point where, like, yes. she can't be the mother to that man. Okay, well, maybe she's the wife of that man. Who knows? Or maybe it's the second. But the point is, she's, she's the third related. family member, and they're setting up the third short. That's that's why she's so unbelievably suspicious. It is just, one of only two uh, clever things the movie does. It's not even that clever, though. Well, we'll talk so, about whether it was clever or not in the third movie. I don't think that's clever at all, because she's so fucking suspicious. It's like, of course it's a setup. Like, but how then else it, but could the, she meet dude at that bookstore? I know, but the Come fact on. that they're like, they had the, well, well, what do you call it? The, not cleverness, but it's like the restraint to not pay it off immediately, I actually respected. Oh, not me. I think it's terrible. Okay. Can we back up to the beginning of it when of we course. first meet the new <laughs> Santa? And I love the discourse that takes place where there's a guy who's throwing out trash or something. Getting rid of his his family's Christmas tree. Right, his family's Christmas tree. Right, his his children were being bad. And he said, every every kid deserves Christmas. And then he said, not my kids, they're, they're little shits or whatever. And, and he's like, whose fault is that? Maybe it's your fault. He's like, ask my ex-wife. I'm like... Holy hell. There's like, a lot going on here. He's divulging a hell of a lot of personal information to this guy who looks like a potential <laughs> a murderous Santa. I know. <laughs> and then impales him with a tree. I thought that was the best part of the whole movie, oh, quite totally. honestly. A yeah. strong ass tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it is an artificial tree, so maybe it's aluminum. Those things were deadly as hell. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But then getting back to where, when she has this, you know, friend slash therapist that she met a year ago she goes and confesses she's like ah i'm still troubled and she said about what (laughs) like as though she was involved in a horrific like triple homicide just a year ago and she looked at her so quizzically when she's like oh i'm still having nightmares about it and she's like what are you talking about get over it it's like that was a year ago baby come on Well, she needs her to get back out there so their murder plan can work. Okay, right? It's a bad plan. I I didn't say it was a good plan. I'm just saying it is their plan. Also, you could just murder her. You don't need all of this elaborate setup. And to like just murder her. Yeah, and to (laughs) I mean, it's not fine, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't have to like go this thing of like getting her to go on a date with someone and and, then getting back to his place and having her find out. That he's actually the long-lost middle brother and then knocking her out and bringing her back. Why like does he bring her back to the storage facility? Control. facility? Yeah. Like, do they own the storage facility? Because we, we meet know, the owner just... of the storage facility and I'm like, is that the dad of these yeah. people? But like, what is, what is she's going on? She's in a horror movie and she says... Oh, oh well, so much about Die Hard. Ugh. They talk about Die Hard a lot. Die Hard. She's like, haven't you ever seen Die Hard? The same thing happens to me again. And I get that there's one throwaway line in Die Hard too, but I'm like, you're in a horror movie, so you have you have you are rife with with possible references to yeah. throw out reference of Jason, of Michael Myers, of Freddy Krueger. Yeah. You went with Die Hard, and then admit you never even saw a Die Hard movie. Right? Yeah, was that, that was weird. Why you have to write down lines ahead of time. That's oh. true. You can't just be like, all right, I want you to mention Die Hard in this scene. Yeah. Um, okay, go. No. <laughs> I haven't seen Die Hard. Okay, that's the line. Great. Yeah. But the character's already <laughs> talked a lot about Die Hard to suddenly mention that she's never seen it. I think I might so have seen one once. Yeah. 
and then yeah. the Die Hard scenario. I know, oh, right? God. Uh, it is, it, it so, is not great. Did anyone else notice when she was browsing through the family photos? This was my favorite, favorite part of the movie. So she's she's been knocked out after after dinner with Turtleneck Guy, who's all, automatically that's a red flag right yeah. there. But. Oh, completely. <laughs> Who wears a, a turtleneck? It's insane. Turtleneck. Right, right. So I she mean, goes back to his house and she's like, oh, yeah, why not? He seems like a great guy. I'm going to go back to his place for a nightcap. And then she's browsing through the family photos. One of them is the obviously the actor in the first one's headshot. It's like yep. this eight by ten in this, you know, in this photo <laughs> album. The second one is the brother in a bloody Santa suit. I know. <laughs> yes, it's there. It's yeah. It is Who such a strange choice. Like, so I guess the whole family was in on his Santa murdering, and he went to right? jail for being right? a Santa killer, which is a cherished part of their family <laughs> story. Well, the family loves Christmas and loves to kill. We've been over this. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's one of these movies where, like, it's if they meant it to be absurdly funny, they didn't yeah. go af- as far enough with it as they should have. Right. But it has the pieces to have been, like, almost a really good horror comedy, but they yeah. don't get there. Or how about no, because they're, they're not... They don't mean it to be a comedy. I don't think. I think they got like like. Well, partially this is a they do. Moment, but I don't think they. I don't think they were going out of the way to make a horror comedy Which, or something yeah. like completely. When Turtleneck Guy was eating dinner and he kept shoveling uh, forkfuls of nothing into his mouth. Did anyone <laughs> right? notice that? Yes. He well, he's like moving his... nothing around his plate and then starts giving her shit about who ordered soup at a tapas bar. Right. But then, and then in one scene right after that, he's obviously chewing, and there's been nothing on nothing. his plate in the first three scenes prior to that. I'm so like, it's weird. good acting school ability, but really, you should at least, like, CGI some turkey or something or, on there. hey, how about this? Frame the shot to obscure, right. just like so not you don't, so we don't see his plate. <laughs> oh, and then at the end of the movie, oh, and, uh, and then at the end of the movie, a guy is coming in. Uh, to kill again uh, after oh. another night of killing, this time no, with the, the Scream costume. And no, it's the same guy, yeah, with the Scream costume. Yeah. And uh, yes. and he chases after with a hammer. To be continued. Um, but my question is, how bad are the cops at their job that they weren't able to find the bodies when the bodies were still in the storage place? Inside, yeah. yeah. They just yeah. didn't yeah. bother looking for them? When and one was decapitated. Every single, yeah. I gotta say, I, I I know you'd think. Uh, although they did mention that the uh, storage unit does smell, so that did come up in the uh, what storage facility does in the first one. That is, yep. in the, you know, but I'm first saying they they previously established that this uh, horror this storage facility does smell because people are getting killed there all the time. Yeah. No, I think it was just it was the elevator that stank. Yeah, because the guy had just moved the corpse in it, and we see him dragging the elevator out of the corpse. Smell at that point. <laughs> actually you make a good point out. yeah no you make a really good point uh, but the, the thing is uh what it puzzled me about it like but she mentioned that she found his evil sand murder santa lair and the cops like didn't bother checking for it yeah yeah yep and, okay opened, the like, other thing i kind of liked I, I will say the other thing i kind of liked in the movie is when you see the uh the corpse of the dead sand of the evil santa from the previous year like there's a skull lying in the ground and like 
Uh, yeah. she, the guy had left them in the costume. So yeah. it's like, it's yeah. just the costume sitting up with like, um, a ne- neck bones uh, yep. sticking yeah, up out of the top. And I'm like, okay, that made me happy. Yeah. I, I did enjoy that. <laughs> and it's moments like that that did make it feel like if they had pushed it a little further, this could have been a workable horror comedy. Yeah. But they well, had to know they were making a comedy. When you Absolutely. first see the new killer Santa and he's got both hatchets, it's actually like a really good reveal. It's well shot. It's yep. well timed. Yep. It is. Um, and then it's like, where's the gas? He's like, well, I didn't bring it with me. Well, why not? Because I wanted to make a dramatic <laughs> entrance. I'm like, yeah. Yes. That's, that's good stuff. Fantastic. Yep. yep. <laughs> And there, I mean, there were some good blood effects to it. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, there were flashes in there of of having something that is of substance. But I, I honestly think that this, uh, by the time they were making the second one, they were like, had they gone, uh, you know, I would say fifty percent further with the comedy, we'd be yeah. saying this is a really good attempt at a horror comedy, yep. and that we kind of liked. They yeah. just didn't go far enough with the comedy. They still have, there's, there's still like timing pacing issues in this movie they're way worse than the first one. Oh yeah but he still yeah. hasn't quite got a handle on it in the second one so you have these like moments where it's like okay maybe in like another few years you might be actually like kind of good at this and yes. then but the ex machina too the, the, uh, the, there yet the young boho you couple can... that just happens to be homeless and they're the oh, most my, yeah they're the most like the cleanliness uh, or cleanest uh, uh, homeless people living in a uh, yeah. storage facility ever. I know. Yeah. Still, I I think we have reasons reason enough to be optimistic that if he puts out another one of these next year, it might actually be worth watching. If he learns from his uh, mistakes, then yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying. I'd so. like write a whole script. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Don't ask. Yeah. Don't ask your actors to improv. They're <laughs> no, obviously not it. good at it. Yeah. And stop with the puns. We don't need the puns. But again, like right. like DM just said, the line about him wanting to make a good uh, entrance. Oh yeah, so yeah, he yeah. couldn't bring the gas can. That's a really good joke. But that's a no, self-referential one. Legitimately they, great yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. In what is otherwise a pretty terrible movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it yeah. shows me that they're capable of doing more interesting things, and that's why. I hope they really dig in next time and, like you say, write a whole script and think it all the way through. And then, you know, maybe we'll yep. get something really interesting next year. That's all I'm saying. Keep at it. I don't all right. <laughs> you don't know if you have that kind of faith in them? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Don't have another I, I do, um, minutes to spare. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, it is only going to be another. Well, no, it could be 45 because the first one was like 25. The second was 35. We yeah. might have to put up with like. 45. <laughs> The length of an episode of, you know, hour-long network television. This family can only be so big. (laughs) Although that would be an interesting joke if they start, like, bringing in cousins next time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm the nephew of the man you murdered. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Next up we have Hell on the Shelf. Oh, my goodness. Mm. First of all, isn't it Elf on a Shelf? No, it's the the Shelf. It's the Shelf. Elf on the Elf on the Shelf. It is Elf on it's the elf shelf. On a shelf. It's not A, it's the. Are you sure? One hundred percent. If you'd like yeah. to bet me it anything you want. Shelf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god. I don't think it's I right. I don't think it's proper, but it is. That is what they called it. Elf All right. on the shelf. Elf on the shelf. Cause yeah. Because it's a mensch on a bench, not the bench. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> okay. Hell on the shelf. 
paranormal investigators spent three days investigating a haunted staircase and a doll inside a house where a kid died many years ago. <laughs> Forgot the haunted chair, too. <laughs> I don't think the chair is haunted. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, okay, okay. I'm this, uh, right up front. I feel like a bit of an asshole criticizing this movie because they're genuinely trying but this is really bad. It's yeah. not good. And yeah. I, I know this is going to be sound petty, but I feel like after 35 years of this, mm-hmm. Mark Polonia should be a better actor. <laughs> I don't care about his acting. I'm just saying he's consistently starred in movies <laughs> for 35 years. Yep. And he's really bad at acting. <laughs> and I don't understand how you're still this bad after he's 35 the, he's the years. best of the three of them. Exactly. <laughs> so sad. Oh, I felt so bad. And it's like watching the, uh, the bearded guy who's just like, uh, Oh, who is constantly being asked to improv, but cannot do it. Yeah. All he does is repeat the same thing that Mark says. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you hear yeah. Again, again, write it down. Um, write it all uh, down. And it's a shame because you know what? He's got like, he's a good looking guy, you yep. know, I mean, there's a, there's a chance where he could have some real screen presence if he had some sort of ability. Yeah. He yeah. just but, doesn't have that acting ability. And it, you no. know what? Maybe, well, he might, if he might have time to work him on it. lines to say. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than asking him to improv everything. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. everyone can do it. No, it's true. And I mean, so much of this script is like, this film is like, I really feel like Mark Poloni has got to stop, like, just coming up with ideas for scenes and just, like, letting his actors go. Because I've seen a lot of his movies, maybe yeah. more than I should have. And yeah. that that is what they all feel like. It's like you're watching the cheapest, worst version of Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he always knows <laughs> the idea of what's going to happen in the scene. And he's like, okay, now go. And then the actors are always just completely adrift. And... It- it works better here because it's a found footage thing than it does in his more narrative focused things, but it still doesn't really work here. And the cover art for this is just so deceptive. I mean, and I get it. I mean, I, I have probably seen more than my share that I should have as well. And you should learn from, from movies like the empire of the apes and so on and so forth. But, but the, the, it looks like you are promised this murderous, elf that's going to that i don't know if you've seen all the poster art but there's one a little kid holding it up and the the elf is jumping off of the tree with a knife in his back and and yeah i mean it looks really fun and it would be really fun like this chucky this christmas based chucky kind of you know vibe to it and well that's what the opening of the film flat out promises because we get the security camera the elf kills the two burglars by stabbing them in the neck with a tiny knife like Barring yeah. burglary ever. It's <laughs> so not great. long. It goes on for so Well, it you have to really get past that s- that 60 minute mark to sell your movie. So, you know, oh, you have to stretch it out. No, and there's, there's no so many times he can say, can you hear me? And all we're doing is listening to like this, this garbled static of yep. somebody calling off the, just offset, you know, through a. Yeah. I know. Through a it's yeah. frustrating. It really is. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Uh, but yeah, it's it's weird. And narratively, like the plot makes little to no sense because you're watching it, It's like, so 
the character Mark Poloni is playing, Max, has known this entire time exactly what's going on in the house. Yep. The yep. whole yes. time. And yeah. he's and is pretending like he doesn't. He's know. pretending like he doesn't, yeah. but he's also like specifically. And I thought he was going to turn out to be evil because, in retrospect, when you're like, "Oh no, it's his twin brother who's dead," and he knows he's you know yeah. been knowing what's he going on the whole time. Pushed him down the stairs. Yeah, the whole that movie sets you up to think that oh, the the dead little kid is no, not Manny. Mark. Mark. No. no. Shit, they both have M names. One is Manny and... Uh, no, it's Manny is the dead... Manny and Max. Manny and Max. Manny and Max. Mark Poloni is now Max. No, is, no, is Max. Is Max who, who changes Max his name. Max is Manny. The dead kid is someone else. Oh, you're right. His brothers. His right, brother. right. Anyway, yeah. okay. So, whatever. You're, the movie, like, makes you believe that it wasn't an accident and the surviving brother pushed yep. his twin down yeah. the stairs. Over yeah. and over Kill again, him. that's what we're led to believe. Yeah. And yes. the thing is, it would make sense if that's what it was, because the the, bro- the surviving brother, who now goes by Manny, is, like, going out no, of his no, way. Max. Goes by Max. It's in. It's even in quote marks. Right, you're this right. This movie just doesn't know what... Oh, okay, we'll get okay, to that but later. the point is... Anyway. Uh, the point is, <laughs> like, he goes out of his way to provoke the ghost in really obvious yeah. awful yeah. ways and you're like oh is he doing this all to continue taunting his brother right or right. but the ghost keeps saying he wants to revenge it's like oh because you were murdered all right i get yeah. it yeah yep. vengeful ghost this sure. all seems to be set up pretty neatly yeah, yeah. but then at the end of the movie but we're just like, like no but the, the, then it seems like like at the 45 minute mark is when they kind of rewrote something in the script and said oh we've got to f- find a way to kind of point to the ending of this by saying anyone who touches the doll will succumb to a deadly fate. Um, and then shows all three of them holding that doll. Nobody, nobody gets yeah, possessed. But, nobody, but, but the line is actually that you, you touch the doll and you get possessed by the evil spirit right. or something like that. I'm like, right. well, no one's getting possessed by anything. So yeah. why do we have all this lore about this doll when that doesn't happen? And you've told me that everyone who's lived in this house has, had a terrible experience and has had to leave. Has but run tell out. me what those were. Yeah. Tell me what happened. By the way, yeah. like, and that's that's lore you can tack on that doesn't cost you anything. You can just tell us yeah. the story of what happened and we'll be interested to hear it, but you don't even do that. No, it was just yeah. a narrative convenience so they could film in somebody's house without having to like redecorate the set or anything, you know? Yeah. And, and like, instead- but even then, it's like they have this ridiculous explanation as to why the house is furnished. It's like, well, the previous owners left in such a rush, they left all their stuff behind. I'm like, you could just say they're out of town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. I don't need this preposterous yeah. setup. It's come like, oh, please. It does. It it's it yeah. pretzels itself logically. It yeah. It's trying to Or you hard. could say, hey, it's being used as a furnished rental at the moment. Yes, there, it's a right. problem right. solved. Anything. It's an Airbnb. Tell yeah. me anything other than the owners did a runner in the middle of the night and left all their crap behind. No, nobody does. No that. one would do this. I know this. someone who did a runner in the night and he took all of his shit with him. Because so. of course, it's not <laughs> that hard. On the floor. That and, being yeah. said, your friend was not fleeing a killer doll. Yeah. So maybe no, he was not. Maybe was things are slightly different if you're rent because he hadn't been paying. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So what I'm saying is maybe it's a little different when you're fleeing a doll. Who knows? I, maybe it is. I I don't know. You can't I've never speak had to that. 
a possessed doll uh, <laughs> or a I vengeful ghost. How, so I don't, yeah, can't really. I loved how one of the one of the uh, I, and I, I'm forgetting their names. It's the sound guy, whatever. The sound guy, name. yeah. Who who he says? Demon. Uh, uh, okay, that's it. And the the voice off off stage was saying, "Oh, you know, you have to die. You have to die." He's like, "I can't believe you say I have to die." He's like, "Yeah, I agree. You have to die." He just said, like, <laughs> yeah. like, yep, "So matter of fact, that is like, that yeah. is definitely what it said." Yeah, I agree. I'm you here doing die. my job. I think you yep. do need to die. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's very oh, pissed at that part, movie. and it was a very entertain. That was very entertaining. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, almost as entertaining as him filming his cameraman getting repeatedly stabbed in the face by the killer elf. <laughs> I know and he's, he's holding it like right up to it. Let's talk about the cameras in this movie. Yep. So this is supposed to be a found footage film. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like found footage. Kind of like on one hand, it's like the easiest thing to do. Yep. And they somehow screw it up. Yeah. Because, because there the is a fourth <laughs> floating camera. camera yes. In that house. Yes. And they what go to the trouble of setting up a thing where there's, well, there's seven security cameras in the house. So we're always going to have an extra static angle whenever we need one. But then they're also like, actually, also, we're just going to have this floating camera that's magically there all the time. Like, yeah. come yeah. on, guys. Yeah. You have two cameras yeah. you can use, and you've got the security cameras. This should all be like this should be all you need you to have tell all your story. The coverage you need, exactly. You don't need yeah. Another person another dead. extra yeah. magic camera. You just don't. <laughs> no, that was really frustrating to me. That said, I found the sequel. Uh, I just love. First off, why were they sleeping in the house? Yeah. Like so know. they can pull the bed covers off of them in the one scene, also, make it look like paranormal activity. Why aren't you doing the nighttime? Happens at night. That's my point. Yeah. Why are you? Why yeah. aren't you yes. sleeping during the day? Day, yeah. yeah. And then doing the paranormal activity stuff at night when you're supposed well, to be. There are a bunch of old guys who don't want to stay up that late. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but I just love that it's like the doll. These guys are so bad at listening to threats. The doll's like, "I'm going to kill you with gas." I wonder what that could mean. Oh, all right. (laughs) Thanks for telling us that. (laughs) The doll is really clear about its intentions. And they're just (laughs) not listening. This one's on you, guy. Yep. Yep. And I gotta say, and I genuinely enjoyed the scene where they like go to check the GoPro they strapped to the the doll. And like, do you think we should check the ghost cam? Uh... I guess. (laughs) Yes. Why did you do it? Why did you attach it to the doll if you weren't going to check it? Why isn't that the first thing you did this morning? I actually said it out loud. I'm like, a doll by myself in my house. (laughs) How else can you react to that moment? Oh, God. I found that genuinely funny. But then I I was charmed in a very stupid way by, like, the sequence of a guy, like, they literally strapped the GoPro to a doll. And this woman just, like... Picked up the doll and like made the doll fake walk to the kitchen. Oh my god! And right up to the stove and turned the stove on. I'm like, okay, this is just cute. It's just cute. It's like something like a middle schooler would do in their horror movie, you know, that they made for a class project. That is what that felt like. And and that's fine. You need a doll POV. 
It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Especially because they kept his little arms out for I most know. of the yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they had yeah. the they had the big fisheye lens on the yeah. GoPro. Yeah. So you could see the two arms as he was walking along. Really Even liked though it. he was able to adjust his size accordingly to whatever he <laughs> to do yes well obviously it's quite fluid when he was Most able to get killer it. dolls do famously have that ability i think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be whatever size they need to be right right given the scene in the film <laughs> uh but yeah this one this one's a mess yeah this one yeah. is just a mess it really is and i gotta say are those are those actual photographs of the Polonia brothers they use? It's gotta be. It's, it's gotta, gotta be, be. right? Was, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like they were born in the what, like late sixties. So be, yeah. And like like a seventies kind of shot. So yeah. So I yeah. think that's actual childhood photographs yeah. of him and his twin brother. So wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question yeah. for like the version you want, like I'm assuming we all watched the same. You mean the way one. that the music uh, keep the music yeah, from the, what yeah. the hell yes, that? yeah, the music from the opening like, thieving sequence cuts off yes. the first minute of Talking Heads. Yep. To oh the my point God. where I'm like, I thought there was something wrong with it. Yeah, well, like there was me, something like, wrong with, with my it. TV. I did too. Yeah. I thought I had an extra radio or something on. In the I house. did, I like, and then I paused the video. I'm like, oh wait, the music stopped. Oh. Because I thought, yeah, wow, that music is really inappropriate. At one point. <laughs> well, my thought was, this m- music is really inappropriate for this thieving scene. It doesn't. It's not scary. It's not dramatic. Like, what is this music? And then the music kept going through Talk Hands. I'm like, oh, is that another tab? No, it was not another tab. I yeah. think perhaps while they were filming, someone tripped on uh, Alexa and... Uh, <laughs> Can Alexa like, yeah, play? It. We got good footage anyway, so let's keep going. Can Alexa play <laughs> copyright free loops? Yeah, that's something Alexa sure can. can do. <laughs> Apparently, oh yes. Oh my god! But like nobody bothered to check. It's like well, you export. uploaded this to YouTube without checking if there is, you know, loud music playing over the dialogue for the first minute of the movie. This is the wow. man who made Sharkenstein and Sharkula, so I'm going to guess Sharkula, that that's Dark. not a priority. No, you make a strong point. <laughs> uh. Oh, Polonia. You're, mm. uh... uh they keep so at it, think, though. Do you keep think I can someday live out my dream of writing a movie for Mark Polonia? Ugh. <laughs> Would he accept that, though? I feel like... I mean, this is based on an idea by some guy. Oh, no, someone else wrote it. He didn't write this. Yeah, maybe it could. Maybe I could. Maybe I'd phone but up Mark Polonia. It's like, I'm giving you a script. Everything everybody needs to say is written inside of it. Just make sure they so say So you need to make sure lines. that they say it. In right. the order. Yes. In right. the order that it's written. In the order in which they're written. No ad-libs. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, I would have to do it pseudonymously for obvious reasons. <laughs> still be a lot of okay, fun. Okay, so speaking of pseudonyms. Please. Facts in quote marks. Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't know. M. Yeah. Max last name it's like yeah, yeah. it was very you, puzzling you've already established that this guy is in some sense a fraud yeah that like it's supposed to be a surprise i know you don't telegraph yeah. that with your quote marks <laughs> also like i we don't i'm assuming his name his given name isn't actually manny and that's like a nickname yeah he's or, actually named like, manfred short- yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, call yourself Fred. 
Yeah. If your name is Manfred, call yourself Fred. Yeah, Fred. Because and then we've got this character named Manny. Pretending to be someone named Max. You have a whole business under this <laughs> fake name. <laughs> and, it, and the thing is, the audience wouldn't notice if there was a child named Manny talked about and this character named Fred. The, ch- Fred. the audience yeah. isn't necessarily going to put that together until that later together. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I exactly. think that would have worked great. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, not great, but on the Kings of Horror uh, channel, I noticed that there's a movie that's like literally called Christmas Found Footage or something like that. Oh, I didn't (laughs) even see that. I'm like, yeah, it's it's something along the lines of Christmas Found Footage. So from Kings of Horror, you know, that's a a stamp of quality. I'm just saying (laughs) maybe maybe in January. Double feature, Amityville in space and Amityville Karen. Just putting oh. it out there. Oh. <laughs> hard, hard no on that one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, my well, goodness. Well, you know, Let's... Polonia has also done Amityville Death House, Amityville Exorcism, and Amityville <laughs> Island. So, oh my God. How come this wasn't Amityville Elf? Oh. Yeah, that would have been smart. There you go. Right? I just love that the fact that, well, Amityville's a place, so he you could have slept in the Amityville dollhouse. That's it. Of it's course. Perfect. Oh my god. Perfect connection. We got it. All right. Amity- <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's, okay. Let's keep that double feature like in our back pocket. in our back pockets for one more <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I guess that's that. Uh, do we have any narcissism we want to watch? I am in the process of uploading a new episode of Chicks and Dicks. So, yes. Yay. Bravo. Um, The book we read is called Payback is a Mother. It was a very challenging read for both of us. Yikes. And it is not, I was going to say, not a great listen. No, I think it's a good listen, but this is not a romance book. Oof. Yes. Yes. So, it's. It might be a challenging listen for people. Well, I'm excited to find out. Yes. Yeah. Chicks and dicks. Check it out. All right. Uh, For me, obviously, drop by the Profiling Criminal Minds uh, podcast. We have just finished the first half of season 16, which ends with quite a cliffhanger. I haven't watched it all yet. I'm not going to say a word, but it is quite a cliffhanger (laughs) to keep us on the edge of our seats for the next four weeks. They they definitely pick the right cliffhanger for that is all i'm saying okay. all right. nice yeah Rob, I, uh, yeah i have a couple films coming up here i did two documentaries recently one loudmouth uh, on the reverend uh al sharpton nice. um and another one called racist trees which is about a community in uh palm beach that uh during its um reinvention as a as a resort hotspot had uh placed a number of trees that kind of blocked out the uh, local uh, black community in there. And uh, it's really fascinating. It's it's a really interesting piece of investigative journalism and uh, it's a wild ride. Damn. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's watchable somewhere. Is it in theaters right now? Uh, It played at, I think I want to say it was at Sundance this year and it's going to be released streaming fairly soon, like within the next few weeks. So Damn, yeah, all right. I'm going to keep an eye out for racist trees because that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Okay, good. All right, uh, so that's that. Is there any other way to get in touch with us? 
You can visit the AVODS blog at theAVOD.com. You can stream all episodes there. You can leave us a comment and tell us about your favorite Amityville-themed horror movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back to it, you can send us an email to gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and for listening on the app, rate, subscribe. All right, I'm encouraged you to do all of those things. So until next time, I've been Count Vargelon. I've been DM. And in the spirit of Axmas, I am going to go sanitize myself after watching. Whoa! This. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't approve. I can't approve. Uh, practice my resting Grinch face. No. <laughs> that, one, that, one's, that one's okay. That one's, okay. Uh, that one's fine. Right. I, I enjoyed yeah. that one, actually. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh. Have yourselves a great evening. Bye. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>